This is Stuff You Should Know. Welcome back to Things OSU Should Know and the Greek Life Series. Today we're going to dive into life as a Greek student with our fellow students here. It's Logan and Lauren, and we are at Aspen Coffee House, with surrounded by Greek students, non-Greek students at OSU, just simply doing their homework and enjoying their day. Um, and without further ado, let's introduce our guests and get right on into the podcast. Today we'll be interviewing Faith, Connor, and Jacob about how their lives are as Greek students. Let's get started. So, we're just going to start off by talking about what it's really like to be in Greek life. You know, what does it look like for your average student? We've kind of learned that it's pretty busy, especially during football season when they're involved in homecoming, um, initiation activities, new member activities, um, follies, if the organization decides to do that which Follies is a little musical that each organization, Greek organization, is paired with another to produce a show. Um, they get to take part in a lot of stuff, and apparently each each Greek student has a different role in the house. Some are more prominent than others, but they are overly busy. And But it doesn't seem like it's too much they can handle. Why don't we hear a little more from the students themselves and they'll kind of give us an insight about their lives as a Greek student. We're going to have them introduce themselves before we get this going. First we have Faith. Faith, tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Faith Lyles. Um, My major is nutrition. Um, I'm a sophomore and I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Theta. Yeah. Uh, My name is Connor Ellis. I'm a junior. I'm an economics pre-law major and I'm in Sigma Phi Epsilon. My name is Jacob Woodward. I'm a sophomore. My major is accounting and finance, and I'm in Pi Kappa Alpha. All right. Thank you, guys. So, um, anyone can go first if they feel inclined, but someone just tell me your favorite part about being in Greek life. It can be as broad or specific Um, as you want. Yeah, so um, one of the main reasons that I joined Greek life was the social aspect. Um, I knew it would kind of kickstart being able to connect with people and getting to know lots of different people, and um, it has been that. It definitely has helped me socially because it was something that I would say that I struggled with in high school, just being able to connect with people and kind of being forced into a situation where you have to connect with people and and you have to meet people and just all the opportunities that are available through Greek life and the, and the connection that you have with so many people has been really, really nice. Good. That's good to hear. Um, anybody else? I mean, I feel the same way. I like. I feel like friendships definitely, like, coming in. You have, like, 50-something girls are already your friends going out at, like, the first day of school, plus everyone with party members. And then also, like, academically, I feel like it helps to, like, know people who are also in your major and your sorority, like, that fight. Mm-hmm. And kind of going off what Faith said, um, it's really good, too, for business networking. So being surrounded by people who are like-minded, same major, same uh, college, is really helpful later on whenever you're trying to get a job or trying to start a company. And then also, like, alumni relations is really beneficial, too. Right. So all three of you guys said just the relationships built within your 
organization and the opportunities you had to make, meet people and make connections. Um, but as a Greek student, what do you feel like your main activities and roles are? Like, what do y'all do as a Greek student, you say? A couple of things. Like, in, t- in terms of, like, in, in the within your chapter. chapter. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's basic things that every member does, and um, which is, you know, meetings and events that are just related to Greek life as a whole. Um, but, you know, it also provides the opportunity to get involved deeper into the fraternity, which can help get involved more on campus. So, you know, it, it provides leadership experience with people you're probably comfortable with, which may push people to, to you know, go out a little bit more in the university and do more. Right, so building, like, soft skills and, like, leadership yeah. skills within working with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm the scholarship chair, so that has been kind of beneficial in, like, the accountability aspect. Right. So making um, different requirements that members have to make is really interesting to hold like a, a hard accountability factor mm-hmm. to help people kind of better themselves and better their, their grades. So Yeah, so there's specific roles that you can have within Greek life as um, leadership positions or just leadership opportunities without a title, um, obviously. What do you guys feel like you, so other than meetings, is there anything that like you have to do each year? Philanthropies. Philanthropies. Yeah, there's a lot of philanthropies. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more, more about that. Um, I mean, everyone everyone has their own set philanthropies, um, and a lot of it is, I would say, surrounded with raising money. Or, um, but also there's things like end of the streets, where it's like a university wide um, philanthropy event, and uh, at least for for my fraternity. We're, requ- we're required to do it, and so it allows us to get more involved in other philanthropies as well. But uh, in terms of actually in uh, Greek life, a lot of it is I mean, from from you know doing the events and going to other houses events. A lot of it is you know selling tickets to the event, raising money for the event, and then having kind of a, a theme. Or, or just a, an actual event for uh, centered around raising money for a particular cause or awareness for something. Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, what about how busy do you guys feel like you are on a weekly basis? Do you feel like you have the opportunity to get involved with other organizations or do you feel kind of limited to your fraternity or sorority? Um, I think it depends on like the time of year like homecoming I really don't feel like I could do more but other than that like I feel like I join like three clubs like honestly. okay so really just in the beginning of the yeah. year is yeah. really when it's really hectic yeah. okay um tell me about homecoming what do y'all all have to do for that so we have 24 hours bi-weekly and we just pump that's all you have to do is pump yeah you should you just have to do your hours within like the two weeks, but every house is a different. Yeah. yeah. I was on um, I was on outside crew for Sigat, and um, 
that was you know that's a, that's a little different than going inside and pumping because it's it's all guys and it's you know creating the deck and welding and um, uh, so I don't I, for homecoming for me there wasn't as much of a social aspect as there because I know that a lot of people or a lot of particularly freshmen that's their first opportunity to really get to know people like particularly girls in another sorority and uh, same vice versa and I know there's a huge social aspect to it and getting to that's just you get know, to work together yeah, to build something uh, yeah yeah um, how many hours do you have to do like creating the decks um, everyone has um, shifts uh, I think probably in total the rough estimate 300 hours a week with everyone together oh, um, okay. yeah like just in total work um, but yeah it's I mean it's working all the time having about 10 people out there constantly working and, and welding and building right so it's it's pretty it's pretty time intensive uh, for sure what other um, activities are there in homecoming like especially the weeks leading up to it are there any other things y'all take part in there was um like frenzy there is har- harvest carnival mm-hmm. so what are those so frenzy is like the basketball it's like basically a competition to get more points to go to the overall like thing mm-hmm. so you just play basketball or football and then whoever wins gets points and you also have to do like spirit for spirit points and then harvest carnival I don't really. I didn't really go. I, I know what it is. Kind of. Yeah. It's like you like set up like a little like mini deck, not like a mini deck, but like a mini like a booth, like and like kids come around and they choose their best or they yeah, they, they just thing. like hang around the best one. It's I guess. like isn't it like there like a lot of them are like games for like kids and stuff. Yeah. And it's like definitely community oriented. Yeah. Oh cool. I do feel like Greek life plays a huge role in creating homecoming at OSU for the community. So that's really cool that y'all get to be a part of that. Yeah. All right, so I'll go ahead and ask some questions. I'm going to start with what kind of stories y'all have about hazings, crazy experiences, or just drama within Greek life? Um, well, we don't get hazed. I mean, I, I don't. Like, Theta doesn't haze. So um, I don't have any stories about that. So OSU's like, known for being yeah. a non-hazing campus. Yeah, I and mean, they're pretty strict on it, and yeah. I, I don't know. I, mean, I never hear any stories of hazing. I know we don't really haze. Um, we, we don't haze. And um, So you guys feel like the chapters here do a good job of upholding that? I, I think, so. I think they do. I think sometimes, like, there's, like, not in, like, sororities, but like, in fraternities, I think there's sometimes, like, there's things that they can be like, hey, go do this. But it's not... Like it's not like the hazing they're talking about, you know? Yeah. Right. So then like, what, what things like that are there? It doesn't have to be hazing, but what do what do pledges and new members have to do to be part of the chapter? A couple of things. It'll, a lot of it for us is getting involved and doing pretty much what everyone else does. Um, there's not a lot of, you know, specifically like incoming freshmen or the new or new cla- new member class coming in and, and you know like making them do things for us mm-hmm. it's 
a lot of the stuff that they end up doing is for themselves and, and a lot of it is, is voluntary and that yeah I just I, I don't feel like hazing is I mean the only the only time I ever really heard about hazing here was when we had the seminar when it was like talking about small things like making someone wear a pink backpack to class like that's yeah. hazing right but a lot a lot of what goes on isn't isn't hazing isn't making anyone do anything against their will it's a lot of just you know connecting everyone together under under the same event under the same activity uh, everyone kind of is involved yeah and i would say too that just being like getting them immer like immersed in the culture of the house i think is a big part by making things voluntary um, and everything really that goes on, like that differentiates like a new member from an, like a standing member is like for their benefit. So whether it's like getting to know guys or extraordinary relations, I think that's really pushed for the younger people. Okay, good. That's good to hear. So for rushing for freshmen or maybe even people doing continuous bidding, how is that process for them? And is there underlying issues they have with associating with the rest of the fraternity or sorority? Like, or, like rush week? Yeah. I know, it's a I know it's a little different. Okay, so like for our girls, okay, so basically, so we have no contact with any of like the new members, like the PNMs or whatever, throughout the entire summer, like starting from like May or March, wherever GGD is. So you don't talk to them, and then they come in for rush, and it's basically like I don't know how to explain it. It's like the first, I don't know how to explain it. Speed dating. It's like speed dating. Like you talk to them and like you basically just like get to know them and like see if they fit in, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know. The... Right. So you just talk to a couple of members from each house? Yeah. Like whatever I went through, I you like basically go to every single person and then you choose. It's kind of like a, like a, you choose who you want they choose who they want. So it's like mutual, mutual selection. So yeah. then it's like you slowly get down to like from like you have like thirteen down to like five and then three and then on prep day I had like two and then I chose and on prep day at that point it's like who you choose but it's like cool because at OSU like you can sign this thing and it means you are guaranteed a bid from a house so if you had one house left on that day you'd get that house the next day. What about for guys? I know it's a little different and more spread out, I feel like. Yeah, it takes place over the summer. Um, and for us, it, I don't know about other houses, but for us it involves, it generally just involves a team of guys, the rush team, and they have just a lot of meetings with, they meet with and have events for uh, incoming freshmen. And it's kind of just that group of guys getting to know um, who's coming in. Um, and yeah, it's very it's it's a lot more spread out, but it's also fewer actual members are involved. So it's I know it's a lot of work for the rush game. Wow, interesting. So what kind of relations do these pledges have with the rest of the sorority fraternity, specifically upperclassmen? Pretty good ones, I think. They have pretty like I mean I, Lauren's my but um like. From the beginning, you start to like hang out with them, and you want them to feel welcome. Not like they like, because you hear so many stories about like hazing, like, and we don't do that. So you want them to know that they can like talk to us, hang out with us, like, 
be friends with us. Like, I'm friends with every one of the freshmen. So, okay. There's not, like, a thing. I don't know. Like, they pretty much do everything with us because they can have, like, all their meals there. It's just they always are involved. So there's a bunch of factors that can lead Greek students to wanting to join Greek life, such as legacy or just the social aspect. But we're going to be asking our interviewees what made them want to join Greek life and just kind of learn more specifically in detail what makes students join Greek life. Alright, so do you or many others participate for legacy reasons? Just fulfilling what you're either your parents or your grandparents have set forth in the fraternity or sorority you're participating in? Not for, not for me. Um, it was definitely my own decision. Um, you know, no one in my family has ever been in a fraternity or a sorority. It's never, you know, Greek life has never been even on the radar for me until I started going, until I, until I was about to go to college. So, um, yeah, it was definitely my own decision, and I was glad I did it. Um, I mean, like, I had my sisters, my mom did it, but, like, I just, they, like, they had told me all the great reasons to, like, join Greek life, and then I just, like, went through and decided which house was, like, best for me, and it just turns out it was the same. Do you feel like that happens a lot, or do you feel like many people follow in their footsteps of their ancestors? I feel like many people follow in their footsteps. Well, like, not, like, choosing to do Greek life. I feel like most people choose to do Greek life if, like, their siblings have done it. Just because, like, they, I mean, like, following their footsteps. But I feel like in the more of, like, you know, choosing which one they were in is not really, like, that's, I mean, it's sometimes not really. It doesn't really influence no. those decisions. It's much more of a personal <clears throat> preference now. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you, I do feel like people will get the most benefit out of Greek life if they follow their own hearts and paths. Yes. Yeah, for sure, because, you know, not everyone's the same, and every house kind of has their own personality. So, yeah, being, not following in someone's footsteps is definitely, yeah, that would probably be the best thing to do. So, uh, getting close to concluding, is there anything y'all would want people that are not Greek life, but have kind of considered Greek life to know, to kind of get them to want to come and join? I'd say like a common misconception is people thinking that it's like too late in their college career. I mean, there's never a bad time to consider and rush. And I think the benefits definitely outweigh. Yeah, and also I think people think that like it's like a stereotype. Like those people are like this, but like, I feel like every single person that like I've met is so genuine and like a good lifetime friend. I feel like everyone deserves that. So, like, they should, like, if, I mean, like, if they're really feeling they should do it, they should at least just try, like, to go through Rush or go through COB or whatever other things we have and just, like, try to see if they would even do it. And they, they can do it, and then if they don't like it, they can drop, you know? It's, like, nothing, no harm in trying. Okay. Well, thank you guys for meeting with us. Um, it was nice talking with you all and learning more about Greek life here at Oklahoma State. So that wraps up our episode for the Greek students and their perspective on what they do in their Greek organizations. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Faith, Connor, and Jacob, for uh, taking part in our interview today. 
and we've learned so much about what it's like to be in these awesome organizations here at OSU. See you guys next week.